exercise for fitness, not fatness. So lots of you guys who know me know that I say this all the time. We don't tell people to exercise because you're going to lose weight. If you think that you are going to exercise off all of those extra calories and all of that weight, well, I've got a bridge to sell you because that is one of the single hardest things uh, to do in all of medicine, all of lifestyle, all of healthcare, all of you doing things to help yourself. Exercising off um, calories or fat is very, very difficult. I'm sure you all have heard the saying, um, you can't outrun a bad diet. If you are eating too many calories, no amount of running is going to undo that. And let's just use a simple example. You take a 200-pound person. If they eat one plain bagel with cheese, that's 320 calories, right? If they, if a 200-pound person wants to burn off 320 calories, they got to run, walk, jog, whatever, for about three, three and a half miles. Now, that's really hard to do. If you're in really, really good shape, you might be able to finish that in 30 to 40 minutes, but you'd have to be like pretty incredible, you know, endurance-wise and an athlete. If you are not in good shape, you're in your, you know, 50s and 60s, and not as functional, this is the opposite extreme, of course, you're never going to be able to do that. You're going to walk all day before you, you know, get that three and a half miles. Um, and of course, there's lots of in between. There's young people who are not in shape. There's older people that, who are in shape and what, what have you. Um, so I always tell my patients, you need to try to create a calorie deficit with calories in and of themselves. You don't want to try to create a calorie deficit with food, with exercise. Because it's hard to, to maintain. Now, don't get me wrong. Cardio is an amazing, excellent way to burn calories. If people are like, well, how do you, you know, how come all these people start running and lose weight? Well, there, there's a lot of nuance to that, and it's probably beyond the scope of this podcast. But anybody who starts a new activity will lose some weight up front. All of the studies that we have show that when somebody starts something new, initially they will lose weight. The question becomes long-term. What happens after six months, seven months, eight months? They've all gained their weight back. And not only that, sometimes they've gained back more weight. So I talk about this very in-depth in my in-depth exercise review, which is a podcast on here too. Um, I believe it's about one and a half hours long. Um, but the data shows that anybody who starts something new up front will lose a little bit of weight. You all have that friend. You know, I do. Like, man, I just started, I just started running. I started jogging. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, what's, what, what's going on? How's it going? They're like, yeah, you know, I'm already down like five pounds. And then the next month it's another three or four pounds. And then after that, they've gained all their weight back. Um, so it's about a three month, uh, effect. Um, and then they gain their weight back and your body compensates and your body has a lot of compensatory mechanisms. Your body doesn't want you to lose weight. So that's kind of what happens. So how do you create a calorie deficit then? with calories. So you actually add up how many calories you need. The most accurate way to do it is probably for you to track calories for two or three weeks. And if your weight hasn't changed, that's your daily average. That's your maintenance dose. Let's say every day you're eating on average about 2000 calories a day. You're staying at 180 pounds. Your weight really hasn't changed. That is your maintenance dose of calories, 2000. If you want to lose weight, you need to cut your calories back. Um, and then you drop it to like 1800 or 1750 or I'm um, just making up an example here. Then you'll start losing weight. The more severe the calorie deficit, the faster the weight will come off. Now, you also don't want to go too severe of a calorie deficit either. 
because too much weight loss too quickly causes more lean body mass to be lost, which is, you know, the fear is you lose muscle. Not all lean body mass is muscle, but it can be. Um, so that's the on the opposite extreme of the uh, equation. So that's the first way and the most accurate way to calculate your maintenance dose calories. The other way to do it is to just multiply your weight times 10. And that is a calorie deficit for most people. If you weigh 200 pounds, that's 2,000 calories. If you weigh 240 pounds, that's 2,400 calories. That is a calorie deficit for the vast majority of people. Um, if you want to maintain your weight, you usually multiply by 12 to 14. So if you're 200 pounds, multiply that by 12 to 14. So you're looking at about 2,400 calories or so to keep your weight the same. That's kind of how you do it. And a lot of these new apps kind of keep track of your weight. The, the best one that does that, I think, is uh, the Smart Carbon app that Lane Norton puts out there. It calculates your metabolism based on your calories and your weight changing. You put in all your food every day and your weight every day. It calculates your metabolism and can figure out how many calories you need to get at that weight, increase your weight, lose weight, whatever. It can figure that out. Um, other apps that are different or more free, like MyFitnessPal, for example, which is what I generally have people start with, it kind of does a calculation and gives you like kind of the run of the mill or average calories needed to lose weight for your average person of that, of that weight. They all start out with some kind of calculation somewhere. You put in your age, weight, sex, height, how many pounds you want to lose per month or per week. And, you know, it, they do some basic or initial calculations to figure out where you should start. And then they can adjust from there. Um, my fitness pal, you would have to go in and adjust it manually if you're losing weight too quickly or not fast enough. And the, my, the smart carbon app actually will adjust, um, for you. So back to the weight loss portion. So I, I, the, the overwhelming amount of data and evidence shows that exercise is absolutely good for you. It's every day we have new studies, new data showing that exercise without question is good for your heart, lowers your blood pressure, improves insulin resistance, improves insulin sensitivity, lowers systolic and diastolic blood pressure, improves longevity and you know health span and lifespan and all of that. And I always recommend that people do not just endurance training, not just cardio, but also weightlifting. And we'll get into weights versus cardio at some point in the future. But the important thing is that you choose activities that you enjoy and keep doing them. When you build muscle through resistance training, you'll have a better quality of life as you get older as well. And that's super important too. Not and, and this is not this is just as important for teenagers as it is for 80 year olds. The more muscle you pack on, the sooner, the better the quality of life you'll have. Now, I have a lot of patients that are older, they can't get out of a chair. And we've all seen, you know, 50-year-olds that are, you know, weak and frail because they have no muscle. And then we've seen like 80 or 90-year-olds that are, you know, bigger, stronger, muscular and can do a lot more. So your functional capacity, which is your ability to do things, is affected by two things. Number one, your use of oxygen or VO2 max. Um, if you are, if you have good endurance, good cardio, you have better VO2 max, you'll be able to do more for a longer, more sustained period of time. I get it. Once you're older, you're probably not going to need to like be running a mile at a five minute pace for a prolonged period of time. But if you can do something at that age, it would be nice. You know, you can walk down the block without huffing and puffing, you know, that kind of stuff. If you build enough muscle you'll be able to do more as well, not just in terms of endurance, but you'll be able to put that box in the top drawer, 
you know, change a tire on your car, whatever it might be, blow the leaves, just simple, you know, stuff, everyday stuff. Obviously, if you're younger and you want to look more fit, you know, we can get into that um, later. But those are kind of the two modalities of exercise that are absolutely good for you. And every day there's new studies out there showing that the more muscle you put on and the more uh, stronger you are, that the better you'll eventually do, and even endurance versus muscle, all of that. No questions asked. If you want a really easy exercise program to get into for weightlifting that effect, that's good for youth, adults, parents, teenagers, elderly, not elderly, um, I highly recommend you go to dralo.net and um, slash exercise. It's dralo.net slash exercise. The links are always below. If you click on my link tree below, uh, you should be able to access that. So just go to dralo.net slash exercise, a fantastic exercise program. You can, I, I give you the exact schedule, how many times a week to work out, the exact sets and reps to do, including video demonstrations of me demonstrating for you the best way to do each exercise. And like I said, it can be used whether you are younger or older or no matter you know what sex you are, what age you are, what height you are, how strong you are, it adapts to you. And if you use it correctly, you'll build muscle nicely and slowly. So those are kind of my thoughts. The other issue with um, exercise, you know, being used for fatness is that it's capped. A lot of people don't realize, and I've done entire videos on this, but there's this constrained model of exercise now. We used to think that you could walk forever and burn calories forever, or you could get on a treadmill, put it at three and a half miles an hour on an incline and burn as many calories as humanly possible for as long as you can actually do the treadmill. That was the linear model of exercise that we used to believe in. We now have data that shows that the that it's constrained now. You cannot just endlessly burn more and more muscle no matter what you do. You, you, you I'm sorry, you can't burn more and more calories the longer you stay on a treadmill. It's constrained and it, it does not go up like that. Now we believe it's constrained where like the for the first 20 or 40 minutes you might burn 100 150 calories, but then for every additional minute it kind of plateaus and it no longer continues to burn tons and tons of calories. Your body actually will adapt and starts taking away from your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and it downregulates some of your other things in your BMR so that you're burning about the same amount of calories a day. And this was also proven out by Dr. Herman Ponzer's book called Burn. It's a fantastic book where he looked at these um, hunter-gatherer tribes like the Hadza, and he's an anthropologist. He's been studying this for over 20 years. He looked at the Hadza tribes, had them drink doubly labeled water to see how many calories were they actually burning. And they weren't burning any more calories than we are. They go on these long hunts to hunt down food seven, eight hours a day. We sit on our couches on our desks for seven, eight hours a day. They're burning the same amount of calories as us. And he gets into it in the book. It's pretty in-depth and detailed. But it is this constrained model and the adaptive, you know, met metabolism or adaptive thermogenesis, whatever you want to call it. But either way, so that is how you would, uh, that's how you have to think about exercise. You should exercise for fitness and getting healthier, but not for fatness. If you want to create a calorie deficit to lose weight, create it only with calories. And if one day you exercise or don't exercise or whatever, that's a bonus that you did exercise. Um, but it should not be something that you depend on for a calorie deficit. More like, like if you're depending on running three miles a day for the rest of your life to create a calorie deficit, first of all, it's not going to work. Second of all, it's impossible to keep up. It's an impossible ask. 
Um, but either way, I love you guys. Um, podcast keeps continues to grow. We're in the four to five thousand download range, and it's only been like a week. Um, thank you all for the five star ratings. We got so many of them on iTunes now. Go to iTunes and leave some more. I totally appreciate it. And we will talk next time. Peace. Peace.